back, everyone, to There's Always Another Podcast, a Brandon Sanderson reading and rereading podcast. Once again, I am Justin, and I am joined by... Back to basics, just Beth. <laughs> we'll have bits later. This is Sam. And I'm very excited to be reading a new book in the Mistborn series. Uh, my name is Caleb, also. Awesome. Hell yeah. Yeah, so this, this will be a little bit different of an episode. Uh, we are getting ready to get started with Well of Ascension, the second book in the Mistborn trilogy. Uh, and this episode is being recorded before we've actually begun our our segments. Uh, before we started the, the podcast originally, we had a bit of a, a chat on what we were going to be doing and just kind of setting the stage. And we figured we could do that here as kind of an episode zero of Well of Ascension. So we're going to chat a bit about looking back on the final empire and then some more on looking ahead to well of ascension and i am looking forward to it i'm looking forward to a chance to dive back into reading and discussing for sure yeah i've been missing it for sure yeah there was i i gave myself an over dramatic little moment when i pulled the book out of my bookcase and just stood there regarding it for a second getting excited <laughs> Yeah, uh, my new Well of Ascension book is is nice. It's crisp. It's got those you know fine right angles on the on the corners of the pages, and then my Mistborn book, uh, it's all right. Spine's a little bit bent. Uh, pages are a little folded over. I didn't dog ear anything. You'll be glad to know, listener. But, I am uh, very glad to know. Yeah, but. But it's it's looking a little loved, which is good. So looking forward to putting that same treatment on Well of Ascension. How's that smell? How's that new book smell from everyone? Oh yeah, let me. I, let me. I guess I'll. I'm participating in that now. <laughs> it's, it's good. It smells good. It's good. Yeah. It smells like wood that's been tortured and printed on. Oh lord, mine even kind of has new book smell because I had to buy a new set. One, so that all the covers matched, and two, because my old set was falling apart at the seams. That was the one that, that I gave to you, right? The the original trade paperbacks? Yes. Yeah, those were those were well-loved. Yeah. I really thought you were going to say, mine has a, a new book smell because uh, I'm a fraud. I've never actually read this book before. <laughs> what a reveal. <laughs> I still do want, to, I do kind of want to do that podcast now where we just pretend to be a book review podcast and none of us have read it. It's weird. Beth's read every single other book in the Cosmere, but for Well of Ascension, she just skipped it for some reason. God, that would be so confusing. Or when we read like the fifth book of the Cosmere, you know, after the trilogy's over, whatever, I'll be like, wait, I did read this book 10 years ago, just out of nowhere. It was a whim. There was, I've seen some people talking on some of the other um, Brandon Sanderson, mostly on the, the subreddits. Uh, in the UK, I believe, the paperback release of the Stormlight Archive, each book is split in half because they would be printed so big otherwise. And there's at least one person, I feel like I've seen this more than once actually, who did not realize that they were two-parters and so read part one of The Way of Kings and then went right into part one oh, of Words of Radiance. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot that changes in those intervening pages. I know what that means. Not really. We'll get there eventually. Yeah. Spoilers. Things change as the book progresses. In the meantime, we got, what, 20 episodes of Well of Ascension to go, and then a bunch more of different books? <laughs> We're looking at uh, 14 episodes for this book, which is two longer than Final Empire. Well of Ascension is the longest uh, book in the trilogy by a little bit. Yeah, I'm I'm very much looking forward to this. I wonder if there's like an appendix or something because my Mistborn book is dead. I I just put them side by side here. Um, X and Y are the same, and Z is smaller, as in it is thinner. Yeah, the book of the Well of Ascension looks like it is shorter than the first Mistborn, which is odd is the text different size i've got i i put my final empire back on the shelf so i don't have it here to compare text looks the same it looks like very similar I, I, the only thing i can think is like maybe there's an 
the the appendix takes up a lot of space or something. That's so weird. We're reading the same copies, and I see the opposite. I see Mistborn is shorter. I'll 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 bring my copies over next time I see you and show you. But there's yeah, maybe the paper's thinner. Who knows? I have the the definitive stats here. The final empire is just shy of two hundred twelve thousand words, and Well of Ascension is two hundred forty nine thousand. Thank you. Uh, to be clear, I don't doubt you that it is longer. Oh, no. I'm just I'm saying. just baffled. Yeah, no, I, I, we brought this up when we got the copies of Well of Ascension a, a week or so ago, a couple of weeks ago, and discussed it briefly then, and I've just been baffled by it. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh, the Final Empire and its contents instead of its dimensions, <laughs> I figure before we before we head onwards, I wanted to take a, a quick look back as our final episode of Final Empire had a lot going on with everything that actually happened there. Uh, and so wanted to just kind of take a, a look back at uh, have have things changed at all in retrospect? Have you digested the book a little more? Or uh, is it just is it just kind of still fresh in your mind and you're looking forward to heading onwards? It's still fresh in my mind. It, it hasn't been like too long since we uh, started mm-hmm. talking about. Um, I'm guessing we're building up kind of an episode buffer though, so making that all work out. But uh, yeah, it's been been a minute since we finished it. I would say if I were to give it a grade, the book Mistborn, I'd give it like a 92, 93. Um, great, great fantasy book. Awesome. Um, Action was top-notch. Characters kept me going. Some of the best-written fantasy characters I've ever read. Um, and I didn't really doubt anyone's actions. Like, even, like, the most suspect, strange action was Yeadon attacking the town. But I got it because the army, for you know, for the first time, he had all this power and confidence. He went after a town and ended up paying for it. But um, a lot of the this-was-all-my-plan-all-along... It was, it was a little hard to swallow. I don't know. I mean, just the okay. very final, like, I'm going to die. Um, how do you plan to have your crew captured, be ambushed by an Inquisitor, be attacked by the Lord Ruler, die from the confrontation in front of everybody? There's a whole lot of things, like assumptions there, that you need to put yourself in the exact right situation. And I don't think you could plan that. But um, So it was a little, little hard to suspend disbelief for that bit but you know mostly really good very good heist book all right yeah i had pretty similar thoughts um i uh in in the one episode where i went into it being like ah, i didn't really care for this big moment um i stand by some of those uh critiques i think the pacing of some of the chapters could have been handled a little well towards the end of the book um but on the whole um yeah, really, really great characters. Um, Kelsier is such a fantastic like analysis of what it means to be a hero and what it means to be doing the quote-unquote right thing and where to draw the line in that regard. I think there's some really cool discussions to be had that we did have. Um, Vin is a really compelling protagonist as well, and I'm excited to see where her character goes. Ham is still alive against all odds. We'll see how long that lasts. Um, everything's Everything's... It's a really good... I was surprised at how much it told a complete story while also getting me excited for what was coming next. Um, and ironically, despite some of my complaints towards the end of the book, I actually have kind of the opposite opinion of Sam of once I could confirm what the final, final plan of Kelsier was, it made more sense to me. And I was like, oh, those dots all do connect. The, the way I saw it, it wasn't really that he had planned any specifics for the circumstances in which he died it was more just i have to die in a really public and sacrificial way and when his crew got captured and he went in to rescue them and then the lord ruler showed up he was like all right i guess this is it and because he has the moment nodding towards the kandra and being like all right get ready um i i kind of assumed that was more of him just pivoting in the moment to be like all right here's the opportune time to to set off the the trigger for everything coming next so that all made it click for me um and yeah looking back i think i would give the book uh 9.5 fully dissolves uh and digested kelsier bones out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> oh god 
I mean, that that is a thing that happened. I wonder if if Chandra have opinions on bones. <laughs> Just in general? Like, Just in do general. they have... Are they like tibias are really tight? Right. Or do, do different people's bones have... Do Chandra taste when they eat a body? Man, fuck the Olna. That one's just annoying to get down her throat, you know? I feel like they do. I I am vaguely remembering Yeah, no, there's definitely taste to Chandra conversations. Right. There, I think that conversation definitely happens. I can't remember if the Chandra in question having the conversation is just messing with someone. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get more explanation, but my my assumption was always that, like, when you're not pretending to be a human as a Chandra, you can go back to your kind of amorphous amoeba mistwraith form. And I never really actually interpreted it necessarily as, like, you have to, like, do it bite by bite. I just imagined, like, you just kind of glop onto the whole body and absorb it into you, like, you know, like a, like a you know, gelatinous cube or something. Um, but perhaps we'll get to see, you know, um, my uh, expectations be subverted in a horrifying way at some point during the next couple books. Because <laughs> it's not horrifying at all to be, you know, completely absorbed and digested by an amorphous blob. Yeah, yeah, no, that's, it's a bit chewed that's, on you. That's a pretty comf- comforting way to go, I think. <laughs> it's like a big hug. <laughs> all right, uh, so we're heading into actually, um, Beth, you and I can talk about it too just like thinking about final empire as a as as the first book and also as you know what it's setting up i really like final empire like it's it's very difficult to rank parts of a of a story uh like if you if you ask me to rank say the mass effect games i could do it but it would be i would just say just play all of them because they're one story and it's a, a similar thing for this, but I really like Final Empire. I, I feel like it's it's just such a like a nice, clean story. Uh, I, I yeah. love seeing where Vin starts from and, and where she ends up. And then just like getting to meet all the characters is also a lot of fun. Yes, I was going to bring that up. I was going to say something similar. Sam, you brought up the characters and I I have occasionally too low standards when it comes to stories if it's a crap story with characters that i like i'll generally soldier through it and have a good time but this is a really good story with characters i really like which is just an extra treat um i think characters are are some of brandon's strongest suits and this is a, a fantastic cast and the means to display them all very well um you know some of the scenes varied in length, but the fact that Vin did get a little go hang out with each of the mistings and pick up a few things, and that way you're guaranteed to hang out with all of your friends. I really like stuff like that. The ongoing mystery of what Kelsier's plans are, which is extra delicious on the reread. There's just so much in here. I, I could keep going. There's just so much in there that I really, really like. Um, that's just a good-ass book, man. Gotta agree. The chapter where Vin hung out with clubs and we got to find out everything happening with clubs, that one was awesome. I really love that one. That's... maybe so. Maybe so. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm not trying to shoot down your point. I think that's a really good point. I do love all the, you know, one-on-ones with, you know, you get Marsh and you get Ham and you get Breeze and just getting to see all their deals. And it's also pretty much always, like, when they're in their environments, like, she goes to see Breeze when he's at the, like, you know meeting trying to get people hyped up um and you go you go see ham when he's gonna go do training with the guards it was just kind of a fun it felt like going on little um loyalty missions with all the to bring to bring mass effect back into it Mm -hmm. um just kind of going around and making sure you spend time getting to know everyone i thought that was really cool i did remember one slight complaint i had and that is that um towards the beginning of the book we are more or less promised a heist and then there's not really a heist by the end of it that just kind of goes out the window um so i was a little bit bummed about that aspect of of um that plot line is kind of written off in a couple of lines of dialogue of ah well the adium wasn't here we couldn't find it um and i imagine that will come into play to some degree in the in the next book but the whole heist subplot since that was not actually part of kelsier's big plan 
ended up just not really happening. So that was a little bit of a bummer, but um, everything else about the whole uh, Sandra Lanch once, once they get going and Kelsey's plan kicks into motion was enough to make up for it, I think. And I think that's fair. We see, we see heist planning and we see the plans pay off in various ways, but we don't get an actual heist. So that's, I think that's fair. The closest we get are the multiple attempts to just sprint directly through the front door of Credit Shaw, which right. does not really count. The the right. Caleb plays Breath of the Wild approach to uh, <laughs> to defeating Lord Ruler, and both times it worked. Eventually. It worked after several tries of it definitely not working. It did end up working, <laughs> much like in Mistborn. Yeah. Yeah. My 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 one complaint is that Kelsier was not shirtless for the entirety of the book. <laughs> all right. So, uh, Well of Ascension, we all have our copies in front of us now. Uh, for anyone who wants to follow along, uh, this is... Hang on, I looked this up before. I'll read off the ISBN number. Tor, yeah, hit him with the ISBN. Uh, this is the... <laughs> Uh, this is the Tor YA paperback, is what it's labeled. Uh, it's the one featuring Vin holding a giant sword. Big ass sword. Yeah, can we talk it's about the Dragon Slayer on here? It's very big. I very much like it. Um, if we can, if we can kind of get into thoughts, starting with the cover, I don't want to take too far away from make sure you have the right version, listeners, but the cover alone makes me have thoughts. Yeah, no, let's <laughs> let's get into it of... What uh, what do you expect to happen in Well of Ascension, and what do you want to happen? What what's something you want to see or you want to find out? Go, okay, Caleb. Go first this time, yeah. Um, so yeah, just you know, starting with the cover and vibes that I can work off of. Um, it is interesting to see Vin carrying a sword. It's hard to tell what it's made out of, but presumably it shouldn't be metal. Otherwise, that would be bad if she was fighting any other Mistborn. Um, it kind of looks like it might be stone. It doesn't look like obsidian, which would be super cool to have a massive sword that big made of obsidian, but it doesn't look like it. Um, but yeah, I'm just kind of curious why why she needs a giant sword. I'm certainly not upset about it, because big swords are awesome. Um, but um, yeah, uh, one other thing about the visual of the cover is when you look straight at Vin, it's fine. But if you like hold the book off to the side at an angle and then you kind of look at it out of the corner of your eye, um, I keep seeing Adam Driver, um, which is uh, fairly distracting not. to me. I've, you can't do this. You can't do <laughs> I'm this not, to me. I'm not trying to ruin anyone's day. I'm just sharing <laughs> the knowledge that I have acquired for myself. For a second, I thought you were going to say the cover as ubiquitous gaze. And I was like, looking for it adam driver's eyes do follow you everywhere in general that's what that is when it looks like their eyes are following you yes it's called ubiquitous gaze <laughs> i was gonna say ubiquitous gaze is just me and my friend group i was not qualified to make the joke myself but i was gonna say something <laughs> along those lines i speak for you it's okay <laughs> but yeah going back into expectations um the tagline at the start is, or at the top, is "Evil has been defeated. Now the war begins," which certainly makes it seem like Ellen's perfect government isn't off to a great start. Um, so uh, interested to see where that goes. Um, uh, for those reading for the first time, I won't necessarily say exactly what's on the back cover, but I have read it, um, and it certainly sounds like um, things are going to be kicking back into top gear pretty quickly right as we uh start off um which is uh exciting and stressful to think about um but uh yeah i am excited uh in terms of what to what i think we're gonna see i feel like if i had to pick i don't know if this book is gonna have like a actual main antagonist in the like conventional sense but if I had to pick one, I feel like Straff Venture is kind of our biggest suspect of we know he survived, we know he got away, and we know he's powerful enough that he's not going to be happy about the new situation and might be able to raise some hell to some degree. So I'm curious if he's going to be, I assume he's going to be one of the figures 
um, causing trouble. And I would imagine he's probably the uh, biggest threat um, out of out of all the ones they're facing. But you know, there's always a chance for new baddies and new characters to take the spotlight. So could be wrong about that. He's um, also definitely got the uh, the personality. If he wanted to do some villainy, he would be well suited for it. I'll give you that. Oh yeah, and he could also like I could see him trying to talk to the other nobles and being like, "Hey, if my son thinks he's king, but I'm still alive, that should probably make me king, right? Because of reverse bloodline rules or something along those lines. You know me. I'm a no. I deserve to be king. I could see him trying to pull um, an argument in that degree to kind of bring people over to his side. Um, and the fact that, you know, the war begins, it's been established. They don't really have an army. They have a militia. And the whole point of Kelsier's plan was, well, hopefully we won't have to fight the army. Um, and it sounds like they will now have to fight armies. Um, so curious how well they're going to stand against that. Um, and based on the title of the book, which should not go unnoticed, um, certainly seems like the, uh, kind of origin myth that we got from the lord rulers not actually his journal journal um that whole thing is going to come into play i would not be surprised if um this uh story is going to be vin having to venture out with say zed and a couple other folks to try and find the well of ascension which i believe we know is up north um and uh seeing if she can attain the power that uh um good old Rashek tried to tried to utilize um it would be very cool to go along with your your vin is is fitting those hero of ages prophecies well that's the thing is i don't know if we can bring up the title of the third book but i do know what it is spoilers yeah no i think that's fair game i think that's fair game at this point (laughs) okay um yeah the title of the third book is hero of ages so I, you know, it's pretty clear that the big prophecy thing is going to still be important to some degree. And it obviously makes sense if Vin is going to end up taking up that mantle. Um, In terms of, like, picking up from where Mistborn left off, Final Empire left off, I still think it would be really cool. I don't know how much I actually voiced this last episode, but I think it would be really cool if the Lord Ruler was just kind of sitting on top of a problem and now that he's dead, that problem gets released. I don't know if that will also tie into the problems I have to face in this book. It could be that that's something that's kind of... This book is going to be fighting all of the nobles trying to come back and reclaim the city. And then Hero of Ages is going to be uh, more focused on the 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 bigger Reaper threat. Again, just really, really bringing in <laughs> Mass Effect vibes today. Um, uh, but... Um, yeah, I I am I am hopeful that you know Lord Ruler wasn't actually fixing any problems, but his belief was well by me being alive, I'm stopping the problem from getting worse. And then when he died, he was like, <laughs> "Oh no, they will die without me." And so obviously Vin will have to find some way to to right that wrong and presumably be able to do it permanently, whereas the Lord Ruler could not because he was not the actual hero of Ages. Um, yeah, that's my that's my spouting thoughts with no context. Um, that's all I got for the, the moment. All right, we've got mm-hmm. a a super high level zoomed out view, and we'll be able to fill things in and see which of those you'll uh, you'll want to stand by and expand upon, and which like are a, just a warm up round for Attack on Titan Brain. Yeah, it's just me. It's me just turning the gears and and wiping the dust off and and seeing seeing what clicks. All right, so uh, before I talk about what will happen in this book, I predict, this is my, my big prediction, Okay. the word mosey will not appear in this book. I'm immediately going to pull up the ebook and confirm or deny that, but I won't tell you the answer yet. I just want to know. All right. I have, I have an equally big prediction. The word maladroit will be appearing in this book. Ooh. <laughs> All right. Yep, I I will not bet against that. Yeah, I I think these can go hand in hand. That's not that's not meant to challenge you. Yeah, I'm with you. So, uh, what will happen? Um, the plot. What 
what Caleb does when he re- reviews books, and this is great. This is the way that you're supposed to do it. He'll look at the cover. He'll look at what's written there, what's displayed. He'll look at the back and the description. What I will do is I'll just spout. <laughs> so I'm just going to Go spout. for it. Here we go. Um, and by the way, Caleb, uh, Attack on Titan Brain is... I have a ton of respect for it. Um, and your your uh, snipe, your, 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 your sharpshooter of the uh, plan at the very end, like the second to last episode into the last episode was amazing. So good on you. Um, I feel sad that I didn't get as many points, but that's okay. I think I know you, I know you only put 4% on it, but I still think the fact that you called Lord ruler or uh, writer of the journal got replaced by someone else and that they turned out to be um, a terraceman. I still think you should get a, a decent amount of points for that. Thank you. Yeah, I, I feel. You also got a lot of points for Lord Ruler being both a Farukamist and an Alamancer, which Justin did list in our table as literally the plot twist of the goddamn book. Yes. All right. All right. Well, I'll take those. Okay. Um. All right. So, uh, the plot will be about figuring out how to make this new empire work. You control a city, and you topple the central government. That's great. Uh, what about all the other towns in the Empire that aren't called Luthadel? What about the Coloss? What about the central economy, which is based on a slavery caste system controlled by a dead tyrant? What about the, what, 14 other Inquisitors? <laughs> so there's a lot of other things that are not dealt with, which is obvious and talked about in the back of the book. Um... So the town is going to get hit by three armies. That's my prediction. Three armies. <laughs> no three, less than three. Three whole armies. There will three be a random character armies. named Elendi mentioned at some point. Oh, my goodness. Um, so uh, the three armies. Um, I think Caleb's right. Straff's going to be involved here. Okay. Um, I don't know if he's going to be like the general in charge of all of them or just in charge of one um but he'll be he'll be there bellicose and all wanting to seize power seeing the weakness of his son it's a something something a bad father <laughs> but uh you know generic bad father stuff we know yeah my son toppled a kingdom and now i wanted his power uh yeah that i mean that also tracks with uh with what we know of Straff. It's true. So, uh, I predict that Elend will not be a Bellend. Uh, I think he's going to learn how to be a man. Um, and uh, I don't... I, I, I never fully lost faith in Elend. I was like, there's no way he's just going to be some... You know, whatever. Fuck boy. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I'm. There, if I'm, there was some frustration with Ellen at various points, right? Mm-hmm. But I always had that hope that he would not be, <laughs> that he would be more than just a, a theorist. Mm-hmm. Um, and now here he is. He's a city manager, um, <laughs> not an emperor, not a, not anything else, and not even really a mayor because he, he's a mayor like the, the mayor of Flint was the mayor during the flint water crisis um like okay your town's destroyed and you have no money so <laughs> sure um i can say that because i'm from michigan and i love michigan so there you go so uh what i think will happen is uh ellen and co ellen and some co are going to stay in luthadel and vin and some co are going to go off to the well of ascension or to try and find it um, okay. to get answers about the lord ruler's acquisition of powers and maybe see if she can steal some of that get a little bit power get some um, juice it might be the key to keeping power uh, having like enough of your own to get people to recognize and respect your rule and whatever not that she's going to become like you know, the next Rashik or whatever. But, um, you know, uh, it might be the key to just have some 
someone for people to look up to. Um, it might give them the defense they need, whatever. I don't know what's going to inspire her to go off and find the Will of Ascension, but I think that'll happen. Um, I think that uh, the people who stay in the city uh, will be Docs, Ellen, Breeze, and Marsh. And I think that like if this plan happens, I think the people who seek out the well will be Vin. I, I said clubs. I don't know about clubs. <laughs> Maybe not clubs. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> so, well, he was badass in the final fight when he when he showed I his leg in a war. Once he didn't do anything. He just we, we don't even hear what he did. He was just like, yeah, I, I'm gonna go be a badass. And then we didn't hear the name clubs for the rest of the book. He fucked up his leg. We know that. <laughs> So did I. My knee hurts right now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm Whoa. just going to put down in in some vague prediction somewhere, hopefully Clubs does a thing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I think Clubs will do. I, I have respect for Clubs. You know, he was like, hey, I'm badass too. And everyone was like, nice leg. So there. Um. So, who will seek out the well? Vin, I don't know about clubs. Spook, I think. And Sazed, because he chills out with Vin. So, there. Uh, who's missing? I see. Ham. I see. Okay, I was going to say, I know I know you <laughs> yeah. agree with me that Ham will die immediately at the beginning of this book. <laughs> <laughs> to make Ham up for die. the mistake of not killing him at the end of the last one. <laughs> and it will not be a plot. It'll just be A.M. I forgot to kill Ham. <laughs> He's dead now. <laughs> uh, you know. Um, but n- no. Uh, I don't know if he's going to stay in the city to have leadership ability and be like, you know, lead the armies, albeit without his sleeveys. Um, or if they'll need his military ability to fight whatever's going on in the well um, or on the way to the well. So... Uh, he'll be in one of those crews if my plot here turns out to be the plot, um, which I'm guessing we'll find out by chapter three. If okay. Or not. So there you go. So the the group that heads off towards the well, uh, like you you mentioned, Ham may or may not be involved there. Is this going to be like a a small group that's on like a wilderness trek? Or is this going to be a a war campaign that is pushing for an objective? Ooh. Um, well, I think uh, hard to say. Let me let me walk through my idea here. They have Credit Shaw now, like it's mm-hmm. theirs. Credit Shaw is full of ancient schmutz, <laughs> ancient okay. stuff. Te- technical um, term. Yes. Uh, spoken by a true historian um and it's got to have details more details on like the well of ascension maybe they find like a map or something and somebody goes hey that's you know this place i know about that um so i think that if they're able to uh get figured that out find this piece of material then they'll somehow piece together that it is tactically important to find the well okay um i like i said i don't know if the tactics are this will help us defeat the armies or if it's like this will stop the war entirely i don't know but i think that's what will happen two crews all right i have thoughts to build off of that actually let's keep going then all right um, yeah, I kind of agree with this. I, I think it is going to be kind of, my guess is very similar to Sam's. If I think it's going to be kind of a dual protagonist book of Vin heading off and then Ellen will probably be our main character, um, back in Luthadel trying to hold down the fort. Um, and yeah, I think, it, I, I actually think that's a very good, uh, train of thought. I think probably they're going to get attacked and besieged and be like, oh, we can't hold off forever. Um, but then since they have Credit Shaw, they'll kind of find a, uh, what do you call it? A Hail Mary um, in the Well of Ascension and be like, well, maybe we can find that and uh, uh, that'll help save the day. So, yeah, I don't think it'll be a military campaign. I think it'll be a small wilderness trek. And I actually agree with most of the um, 
uh, party divisions as well, um, with one notable exception. I do think Ham is going to stay in Credit Shaw, and I actually think Marsh is going to accompany the Trek. I think the Vin Cezet Marsh triad um, got got set up a lot um, at the end of uh, Final Empire, and I think they might carry forward with that because um, mm. I feel like. Ham has the commanding military experience that they need back where the armies they're trying to fight are, whereas Marsh is just kind of I'm good at fighting, but not necessarily leading. Although Marsh has kind of his own leadership skills. He was kind of head of the rebellion for a while, wasn't he? He was definitely very important in that regard. Yeah, but I think the Steel Inquisitor um, uh, nature that he has found himself with um lends itself to kind of being you know Cezed and Marsh basically being bodyguards and mentors um looking out for Vin as she seeks out the will of ascension um and during the conversation I came up with another a, a couple of Hail Mary theories of my own um if I may share those yeah let's keep going so the weird thing about Lord Ruler is that him living forever was not perhaps not because of anything he found in the well of ascension because we have the explanation for how he managed to do everything he did it was the mixture of allomancy and verukami mm-hmm. um that allowed him to pull off a lot of his kind of magic tricks so the question is well then what did he find in the well of ascension going back to some earlier theories that i'm carrying over into this book i think the well of ascension was basically finding it and someone using it was the introduction of allomancy to the world at large um which then it explains why lord ruler needed it and because that helps him do the chain reaction thing of Farukami and alamancy but then it begs the question what or asks it then it asks the question what would vin get out of it if she's already an alamancer um so part of me is curious if they're going to go all this way and then it's going to turn out to be one of those situations of oh magic is not actually as useful as we thought it was what are we going to do now um and rather than acquiring any secret hidden power like they were hoping for they might i think they'll still find out some important tidbit of knowledge that will help them in the fight ahead um and maybe learn a new allomantic skill or something to that degree but it won't be like a godlike power that they're hoping for um they'll learn the magic was within them all along yeah, yeah, I was thinking, uh, yeah, something like that. Kind of the Wonder Woman thing of like, <laughs> I need the sword. No, you're the sword, Diana. Um, and maybe that's what we're looking at in the book is she finds the sword, but then she realizes she was the god killer all along. Um, anyways, um, spoilers for Wonder movie. Woman. <laughs> oh, a- Ares doesn't exist. Oh, wait, yeah, he does. Ares is right here. Let's kill Ares. Um, anyways... I, I'm here talking about love ascension, focusing on love ascension. Um, <laughs> no, we're not. We're not focusing at all. <laughs> I'm Don't trying to focus. To I'm very much trying. Um, and then I think perhaps the follow up in Hero of Ages is that even though she doesn't have the super magical godlike power she was hoping for, um, the process of going through the prophecy, um, she probably still learned some useful stuff, but then also just the idea of that will enable her to become this important leader and figure um, that saves the day um, and fulfills the prophecies, even if she doesn't become a god in the process. Um, and then my other random theory that I'm going to throw in there now that we've been talking about who leads all the different armies. Um, for one thing, I think it would be very funny if it becomes a battle of the five army situation where no one can actually keep track of which army is which. Um to, to anyone who has seen the Hobbit movie, The Battle of the Five Armies, please name the five armies. I bet you can't. Um, oh, but God. anyways, regardless, I think Straff will probably be leading one. And I think Elves. the Inquisitors might be leading another. Um, and I think, here's my, here's my random theory. I think in the midst of an argument of leadership, um, an Inquisitor is actually going to kill Straffventure. And that will be the end of him. Um, because I feel like it's kind of setting up for a showdown between Straff and Elend, but I don't see Elend actually, like, killing someone. I don't think he really has any fighting capability, and I don't know if he will attain it. Um, so I think having Straff the bureaucrat fall victim to thinking he's more important than he is, um, and then crossing the wrong person, uh, will end to, will will lead to his, uh, demise. 
Um, Beth, I could hear you counting the five armies. The reason you're not going to be able to count all five is because there is no definitive answer as to what the five armies are. No one actually knows. Son of a bitch. Well, that makes me feel better about my um, abject failure at the task. Mm-hmm. All right, then. Yeah, no, we, we've got a lot of stuff that uh, that could stack up here. I like the the speculation as to how do those those armies break down given who we've seen uh, and and who we think would be would be willing to to kind of put that together. Yeah. In fact, one more one more little thing. I imagine Straff head of one, Inquisitors have another, new threat head of third army. That's my guess. Okay. Someone j- just a brand new character that hasn't been on page at all before. Yeah, um, I think it would be cool if it's someone that, like, even the characters are like, who the fuck are these people? Um, but there is also a chance that it's just a lore that they haven't mentioned um, coming from the South or whatever. And it's like, ah, we didn't think he would get here so soon or something like that. But um, I think it'd be really neat if there is just a mystery army that everyone's like, okay, well, I don't know what these guys' deal are, but we have to deal with them now, too. Um, I think that'd be a fun uh, uh addition to the kind of storm that's brewing here god this really is just after they defeated smaug this is just what that is yeah <laughs> yeah there was kind of a um a, a recurring bit at least towards the end of final empire of people realizing that their understanding of the world wasn't quite as complete as they thought even if they thought mm-hmm. they knew more than other people so there's there's definitely I mean there's a whole country outside of Luthadel so plenty of opportunity for for outside threats there. Yeah. And that actually reminds me of a a question that I want to solicit predictions on. When we first learned about Alamancy, uh, we found out that there are eight medals plus two more kind of bonus medals uh, for a total of ten. And then Kelsier told us there was an 11th. Uh, and then when Vin was imprisoned, there was a 12th. So what's the answer? How many medals are there? It's a difficult question. I think. Here's my theory. And I, I do just want like a number at the end of this. Oh, I know. I know. But I have, but okay. I have a specific theory. I okay. think by the end of this trilogy, we will know 16 medals and the character is going to be like, all right, we got it all down, but there might be a hint that there's still something not, not clicking. And then in the future past this trilogy, Mistborn, like the ones that still take place in the world of Mistborn, but that are like way later on, we're going to get to a total of 20 eventually. That's my guess. Okay. Any reasoning behind the numbers? Because uh, uh, it seems like they're coming in groups of four. And I think Sanderson, rightfully so, because it's very fun, um, really likes the idea of a slow burn where um, even when you think you have all the lore, there's always another secret. Beautiful. I love it. Yeah, I think I could go for 16. Um, here's here's one thing in, in specific. The reason why the people maybe don't know about all the medals yet is because it is not yet possible for them to create some of these medals um that's what i believe um for instance uh we can talk about historically aluminum um aluminum was not really a thing uh before oh, yeah, no, it could... was it was extremely expensive so you had uh, duralumin, which is like this weird hybrid material, but not pure aluminum. Um, and uh, then later on, you could actually make pure aluminum, and now there's aluminum. But uh, yeah, didn't always have that have the ability. Yeah, no, to it was really it was thing. only with the the wide availability of large amounts of electricity that refining aluminum at a commercial scale became viable. Exactly, and it's not. It's it's viable if you hate the planet. Now, it's great, right? Because uh, <laughs> it it takes a a ridiculous amount of electricity to refine it, but um, but it does take electricity, and they don't have that. So, I don't know. 
So 16 there. Okay. Bam. 16's the number, and some of them don't exist yet because of actual metallurgical facts. Right. Technology lacking, etc. Okay. And arsenic is the 17th. Oh. Oof. <laughs> that one's really hard to get right. If, yeah, if, yeah. Don't consume that one too much. It will kill you. <laughs> you can burn it, but don't flare it. Do not flare it. <laughs> when you flare it, you die. That's also what happens if you don't flare it. Yeah, it's, it's a very gentle balance. All right. Uh, what else do we want to look at before we look at our first chunk of the book? What are Colos? Yeah, what are Colos? Question. What am Colos? How are Colos? How are the Colos? <laughs> no one ever asks that. We're doing fine. Thanks for asking. <laughs> let me take a the let me end. take a snip. I'm gonna take and send a snip of my notes here. I'm already okay. taking notes, and I'm taking them better. Okay. Uh, be- because I am using headers. Uh. Heading one, heading two, the default settings on Word. So I can seek with an, an automatically generated outline. It's amazing, this technology. It's actually nice. like a lot of people do not use the, the features that Word offers. It's, it's, a, it's, a, good, it's a pretty good tool. So I think a coloss is some sort of abomination. It may be a large thing. Mayhap a monster, even. Will it be human like? Will it have big pointy teeth? Would have big nasty feet? I don't know. I think so. Probably. <laughs> On which one? The feet? <laughs> I, I don't know. I picture um uh from shit, uh Shadow of Mordor. Um I'm picturing Grogs. 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 Body park. We, Grogs. Can, we can't cast Travis Willingham in two roles. That's not allowed. Travis Willingham as all Coloss. That certainly does have big pointy teeth and big nasty feet. It has big pointy teeth, big nasty feet, and it looks vaguely human, and maybe it's some sort of metal abomination. I don't know. Um, But that's kind of what I picture the Coloss being. They can be very spooky if there's a bunch of them in terms of military might. Although, I think they mentioned something about them being kind of slow, directionless, maybe. Like, just a a generic, like, a thing you throw at something when you don't need any subtlety. And and not with the coordination of an army, as one would think of an army. Right, exactly. An army that, that is meant for destruction, not for occupation or management. Okay. Uh, Caleb, I want to hear what uh, what you think we're dealing with here, and then I have a perhaps a slight wrench to throw into these predictions. Okay. Um, I don't want to overthink it. We have the word coloss, which certainly sounds a lot like colossus or colossal. So I am going to say, yeah, these are some big boys. That's my that's my main thing. Is I'm pretty sure they're okay. going to be like several stories tall, big old boys. Um, we. They, they get mentioned a couple of times throughout Final Empire. I went to check, double check and I only found one um, of those mentions, but it was the one I wanted to find. It was the one that was most important to find, um, which is that they are specifically described as creatures. So for a while I was like, are they going to be big like mechas that are controlled by people? Or are they going to be like constructs to some degree? But I don't think either of those is accurate. I think they're going to be um, monsters all on their own and the... Uh, uh, Attack on Titan brain will then diverge into full Attack on Titan mode on account of we have big titans. giant titans now <laughs> walking we get around. A little, we get a little close <laughs> on there. Of the titans. <laughs> yeah, um, but um, yeah, that's my that's my thing. Is that I think they're big giant creatures. That would also explain why they wouldn't be sent to Luthadel. Is because yeah, they're so giant that they like can't take back a city because they will just destroy the city by walking around. Um, so that is my, uh, main thing there. I imagine the Coloss... That is your on-Titan attack brain. Yes. Um, 
that is um i i imagine they either will constitute their own army or will just be associated with one of the armies and i feel like they'll likely be associated with the inquisitors just because i feel like the kind of the inquisitors feel like they have the vibe of oh yeah we will control the big scary monsters whereas straff is like i will control the humans um so um that that's that's my that's my theory um, okay of what i've got going um yeah could be these could be these grog things i i kind of had like cave trolls in mind from again lord of the rings um and probably won't happen but would be interesting if gonna throw one of these in there um would be really cool if the coloss are per like shown to be these mindless horrible monsters but in fact they can be talked to and reasoned with um and uh actually do have their own personalities and thoughts um and super probably won't happen but would be super interesting if that then leads to the good guys talking to the coloss and being like hey you want to stand down and like kind of teaming up with them against all the baddies in a in a kind of nobody's actually ever tried this before type thing exactly yeah it's going to be one of those insane things where like Vin is about to get crushed by a coloss and then she starts talking to them and says that is like what what are you what are you doing but then it actually ends up working um i think that would be really fun i don't really expect it to happen um but it'd be neat all right uh so one thing uh to that that i feel like is worth pointing out the colossus are never brought up again for the rest of the series that would be deeply unfortunate have I mentioned the name of the planet this is on? I think I have. It's not like a spoiler. It's called it's called Skadriel. That's just a thing that 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 sounds familiar. I, I think don't think anyone in the world refers to it as that, but it's called Skadriel. Um, Skadriel is the most Earth-like of of any of the the places in the Cosmere, and so Brandon has said that like if they talk about a dog, you can just picture an earth dog. And, and that's, you know, you can assume that they, you know, grow carrots and things like that. Uh, and with the notable exception of the Chandra, we haven't seen any like mythical creatures. Mm-hmm. So the, what are the Coloss is, is kind of like, if they are this you know, weird troll monster, something that, that, you're both kind of vaguely picturing where did that come from? And it like, it's totally possible that there's another mythical creature that we haven't seen, but it is so far. It, it We haven't seen anything like that yet. Right. Yeah. You're right. Uh, Cause we have talked, I think a few times about how uh, Skadriel is the most earth like earth, except when otherwise noted. Right. Maybe this is an otherwise note. I don't know. Yeah very possible it just it seems weird for them to for them uh for brandon to write like hey coloss exist and they're big and scary but but they're like something you'd recognize maybe they're elephants (laughs) yeah or it's like just like grizzly bears (laughs) (laughs) i mean if there was an entire army of grizzly bears that would be pretty terrifying armored bears the lord ruler would never unleash the grizzly bears into Luthadel. <laughs> the mental images dancing through my brain are delightful. I'm just looking up the 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 photo of bear cavalry. What? I believe this was from Red Alert, wasn't it? I think so, yeah. Yeah, the Yes, uh the the Command and Conquer subseries Red Alert. Uh it it's a a real-time strategy game that starts with the plot of several at, at some point during the like post world war II era einstein invents time travel goes back in time and kills hitler uh and this causes the cold war to get all sorts of screwy and technology to go all sorts of weird places and you end up with the the soviets fielding bear, bear cavalry Red alert is wild. No notes. Uh, If the Colossus do end up being armored bears, uh, we will have to cast Matt Mercer to voice all of them, of course. Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah. I think it would be 
I, I still kind of feel like you, the Well of Ascension... Or no, I guess we, we, we know Mist Wraiths existed before uh, Rashek and crew got there because there's talk of the creatures in the mists. So I guess that's not correct. I was going to say they're tied to the Well of Ascension in some way. Maybe they're tied to it, but it wasn't because of the Lord Ruler activating it. But um, I think it would be really neat, and I won't say probably won't happen because I could see this happening. Um, I think it would be really neat if the reason the Coloss don't fit in with the rest of the world is because they're actually from someplace else and there is some extra-dimensional um, thing happening that brought them here in the first place. Um, and our characters probably won't really find out about that, but it'd be really neat if um, you know we get to another book and a character is like, oh yeah, and the Coloss forest over there, like they're, they're just run rampant there and, you know, old old... Old man McGucket had that portal a while ago and just sent them somewhere. We weren't, we don't really know where. Um, That's a crossover. Sure would be. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, I don't know. It'd be, it'd be fun if some of the more supernatural elements of, of Skadriel, which is otherwise like earth um, are because of some wider shenanigans that go beyond the world itself. All right. We will, we'll have to see. I'm trying to remember because some of these questions, I have a general sense of how long it takes before we get answers. Uh, and at least some of the things that we've talked about in this segment, uh, there will be at least some answers in the first uh, block of chapters that we do. But that one I can't remember of when we actually start getting any info at all on on the, the, the deal with Colas. Interesting. With a deal with airline food, which is still unresolved. Do Colas eat airline food? Send tweet. <laughs> yeah, it's all right. It's pretty salty. First, you have to at Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> at Brandon Sanderson. <laughs> He's very active online. It's it's really cool to see. At Brandon Sanderson with our brand new Twitter account. Ooh, hey, yeah. there we go. There's, there's a segue. <laughs> Yes, we are on social media now. You can find us on Instagram at alwaysanotherpod, and that handle was precisely one letter too long for Twitter. So we are on Twitter at always, the letter N, other pod, which I am choosing to pronounce as always another pod. And I will have links to both of those in the liner notes. Yes. So we will be posting episode announcements, um, probably detailing what chapters we're reading upcoming, maybe sharing some of the indescribable images that Sam puts in our Discord. Um, <laughs> That's actually a perfect use for it. I, f- yeah. I feel like our, uh, the profile pic on either the Twitter or the Instagram needs to be Vin's dad. <laughs> we cannot. We can't. We cannot make that what people first see. Can, can we negotiate for pinned tweet yes and, yeah. and you can randomly you can tweet out vin's dad at random hours of the day as many times as you want <laughs> it gets posted daily but at different times of the day every day <laughs> oh god so yes give us a follow um please don't tweet outright spoilers at us all the time uh, we all have access to these accounts, so don't just yeah, get on Twitter and be like, I, hey, check that shit out from Hero of Ages. That was wild, right? We'll get there. We'll tell you how wild it was. Mm-hmm. That being said, if you do have commentary that uh, is more uh, spoiler-focused of something like, oh, I can't wait until they get to this, or why didn't you talk about this thing? It's going to be important later. Uh, you can still go ahead and email us uh, because that is uh, that's something that that I check and that that Beth has, uh, but we will uh, we'll, we'll be screening that before anything gets to <laughs> to Caleb or Sam unnecessarily, uh, and that is still contact at alwaysanotherpodcast.com. So that's all well and good. And other than that, I think we are ready to get this show on the road. Yeah. Oh yeah. What are oh, yeah. we reading? Yeah, uh, so Which the called the Well of Ascension. <laughs> <laughs> Beth was ready to head that off. Yeah. Uh, so the it's an interesting phenomenon that as this series goes on, the chapters actually get shorter. So we will end up reading more chapters most of the time, and 
as we're starting off with that, uh, Well of Ascension actually does not have a prologue. The other two books do. So we are starting with chapter one and reading through chapter five for our first segment. Let me put that as heading one. Perfect. Uh, we will be skimming down the, the, the chapter breakdown. It looks like four or five chapters is about what you can expect. Uh, but as with the, the previous book, uh, adjusting that to line up with the, the part breaks. So we will always end an episode at the end of a part. All right. I think in that case, uh, without further ado, we can uh, wrap this up and get started on Well of Ascension. We will be back on our weekly release schedule. You can find us same time, same place as you always have. Uh, and I am very much looking forward to it. Will Vin unlock even more impossible powers? Will Elend run his empire the way he envisioned? Will Sam gain respect for Spook? <laughs> I can only All hope. these questions. We'll, be, <laughs> we'll find out the answer. Chapter Perfect. one. Vin tried to cry at Ham's funeral, but the tears just wouldn't come. <laughs> All right, I think we are now in fade-out territory. <laughs> Personal information that will be faded forever. Faded into the new intro. That, that, you know, I should be saying once, but one day we'll have a podcast.